Brendan. Hey, Alan. And welcome to Dice Over Everything. So last weekend we went on like a super long road trip from one part of Toronto to another part of Toronto. I wouldn't know I was sleeping. Oh, okay. I was driving. <laughs> but we went to a Toronto-based gaming expo, Sword yes. & Brush. Yeah, it was fun. I know, it was a lot of fun. We've been to other gaming conventions like mm-hmm. much further away, yeah, we like to- in the States mm-hmm. and not Europe, but... Uh, states a yeah. few times yeah that's true and they were really fun so it's really cool now to have any event in Toronto that actually multiple, includes yeah well there have been multiple gaming, gaming conventions ones, yeah. in our area mm-hmm. but now this one actually includes painting like a painting component like uh-huh. a painting competition and the wargaming convention and on top of it it has a bunch of uh, retailers that were selling as well so yeah. it was almost like the complete the complete Gaming, convention package. Yeah. Or not, I guess, miniature mm-hmm. experience, right? So you have a portion where you could either enter in your your favorite painted miniatures, I guess your best painted miniatures, but yep. also you could just look at other people's best painted miniatures. Mm-hmm. You get it rated, and if, if you want to, you could probably get feedback from the judges. We didn't do that this, this time, but we've often done it before. Yeah, uh, like this time we were a little rushed for time with the amount of yeah. gaming we did. Yeah, and then there's like full-on tournaments. Like the part of the... Big reason, there's I guess. There's a two-day Warhammer 40k I th- tournament? I think so, mm-hmm. yeah. But there's also Age of Sigmar. Yep. Uh, we played in the Infinity Tournament, which is a good turnout. Uh, 22 20. guys, I believe. Yep. Didn't quite make it to two, uh, 24, mm-hmm. I think. You know, there's always no-shows. They yeah. probably they set it up for 24. You know what? If mm-hmm. if Spud and Davy had played, we would have gone to 24. Yeah. Technically, you still need someone to run it when it's that big. Yeah. So <laughs> then again, Sputter was already losing his voice, just like making announcements and oh, not yeah, even really? playing. So <laughs> I didn't even. I, uh-huh. I didn't notice that. And if people know it's who funny. Ash Barker is, uh-huh. he was also playing in the tournament. Yeah. Not, not doing his, his own personal thing. Uh, well, yeah. Or his not doing his like, grill grill miniature game thing. There, he was just having fun. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, and uh, uh, Owen. His millennial mm-hmm. pet, I think that's how he's referred to as. <laughs> oh, Ash, yeah, I think it, it, Ash called him as a millennial pet. Yeah, uh-huh. it's amusing. Um, but he played and he did. And he was playing the new shows fast. And of stuff. course, he played mm-hmm. really, really, really well. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I didn't have to play him. Yep. Uh, so he didn't have to crush me personally into the dust. He just mm-hmm. crushed all of us as a group yeah. <laughs> together. So I guess the cool thing about the yeah. conventions is you see all these people who like you know of. You see content they put out. Mm-hmm. You see. I guess for the painting thing, because mm-hmm. often people will post their painting online. Yeah, that's and true. you get to see all these people in yeah. person, and you get to see what from like, from the local community, mm-hmm. and it was it's cool. And you can also see um, when it comes to gaming, I guess with the the competitive nature, uh, you can also see uh, often what the what the other meta guys are playing and how good they are and how how much you can push the skill of the game that you're playing in. Yeah, like. Uh, I love the. I guess I I no longer care that much, but the idea of being like, um, a sh- like a shark. You feel like you're shark in your game, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm so amazing at this game. No one can beat me in my local meta. Yeah. of like three people. I've got to go to the yeah the national level. <laughs> yeah, and then when you go there, you're like, oh my god, what is the strategy? I've never seen this before, and I just got crushed by it. Uh-huh. And then all these other people are just talking about it like it's nothing ever. So I. I it's very. It can be very humbling if you have any sort of ego attached to the the game, mm-hmm. or attached to your painting. Right uh, when you go to a, a 
gaming, uh, sorry, painting competition. Yep. You might be the best painter in your group of uh, at your people. gaming store. Yeah, your, your group yeah, of friends. yeah. Your gaming, your entire gaming store, and then you go there and you're like, whoa, oh my god, this is what's possible. Yeah, I thought that was just on the internet. I yeah, I thought it was just on the internet. I thought they were photoshopped right after. <laughs> no, those are real guys with real amazing painting yeah. paints, uh, painted stuff, and so. Um, I don't know. It's really interesting to see and and very humbling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I would say after we went to a bunch of the painting shows in the states to see mm-hmm. what like the painters down there were doing in person. Mm-hmm. So we've been we didn't to even gen- go there like for mm-hmm. the painting competitions, right? But mm-hmm. one of our friends, uh, Andrew, was really into painting, mm-hmm. uh, and he was the best painter in our store. And he encouraged us to get into yeah. it. So it's like, okay, what have you? Yeah, painted? sure. Why not? What have you done it better than average job on lately? All right, yeah, just bring it, it, right? Just. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, originally, I just started bringing models, uh, just almost like, uh, you know, just for, because of his encouragement and because, mm-hmm. you know, like also to kind of support the idea of the painting group in our club, right? So kind of to encourage everyone and give us like, you know, try to, to get more people into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, and then I got a little bit, you know, a little bit more and a little bit more. Because when you see all the cool things that other people can do, you're like, all right, yeah. I think I think I could do something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And you realize it takes a bunch of time, but uh-huh. but it is cool. Like, you see yeah. the techniques they've done on them. You're like, oh, that looked really cool if I did that too. Mm-hmm. And when you see it in person, it's quite a bit different than seeing, like, pictures online. Yeah, especially when you see the difference between, like, uh, pieces. Mm-hmm. Well, pieces that look good in picture and pieces that look good in real life. Yeah, because often with pictures, you can punch up the contrast on mm-hmm. the model a lot like you can go right to white and you take mm-hmm. a picture of it it looks really cool but when you see it in person you're like this makes this makes no sense yeah why is the brown go to white and oftentimes for pictures mm-hmm. you can paint the model like a 2d uh picture yeah so it will look really really good in one angle mm-hmm. and that'll work great for photos yep but in person you actually painted a 3d model so yes, exactly. when the person wraps around they're like whoa what, what's going on here right? yeah, which, which comes down to like the non-metallic mm-hmm. metal technique versus the true metallic metal technique which with the mm-hmm. true metallics the paint just has little flecks of like metallic things in mm-hmm. it so it's, it's actually shiny and mm-hmm. when you move it around it kind of looks it looks like it's shiny from every angle but when you paint non-metallic metal you paint it with flat paints and where you put the really high highlights is supposed to look like it's reflecting but if you get it wrong it may look cool from one angle and from another angle like why is the ground mm-hmm. shining off your model yeah. So, and that's so, something well, you really need to see in person. Is it might be right for a certain angle, mm-hmm. but your the, the viewer is not necessarily always going to look at it from all these different angles. Yeah. So, um, I guess I t- touched on this a bit. I want to uh, get a little bit more into this. But how did how did your uh, how did you react to seeing this like next level of competition? So, in terms of the gaming, or in terms of the painting, uh, both. So I think with gaming, we went to went to Rhode Island there. That was uh-huh. one of the earlier yeah, conventions we've gone to. TempleCon. It was still TempleCon, and I believe the one there is now called CaptainCon, uh-huh. and it still has War Machine. Uh-huh. Yeah, we went there for War Machine, mm-hmm. but which is made to be a competitive game. Yes, and, at least evolved to be one. Uh huh. And well, I think. I think there, at least once you lost your first game terribly, you would mm-hmm. go into a tier with the lower players, which is <laughs> yeah. how most tournaments are supposed, to, supposed yeah. to work. So that was kind of okay, but there was like no expectation of like, oh, I'm, I'm basically screwed. But it's kind yeah. of interesting to see like the good players there because it was quite a big you, convention. You, uh, the very first round, you might get matched up with someone who is like the best or one of the best 
at whatever game you're playing. Mm-hmm. Or you might get matched at, up with me, and then you'd be. Like, <laughs> and, then, and then one of us goes up, <laughs> well, and then gets crushed later. And be like, yeah, oh my god, I won. It was amazing. Yeah. But then, that's another cool thing is that uh, because oftentimes with these games, they're uh, tiered, right? When you play the game side. Uh, so you might get crushed at, at, at first, and if you bring a lot of ego in, you might want to throw the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, at least, it kind of changed my views honestly going through these tournaments about uh, playing games um, because I didn't really like the stress of trying to win a tournament honestly mm-hmm. because that's not why I play games I play played a kind of de-stress and I I didn't necessarily enjoy the extra uh, pressure yeah right of the but, next level but for and then War the other Machine particularly is, like the mentality of yeah. War Machine is to win oh also you're on a chess clock so I'm, you're like constantly hurrying right i believe then, page four of the rule book said kick your opponent in the balls if they, <laughs> if they ever leave their legs open so. yes uh and then the other thing i i don't like doing is uh if i'm winning a lot uh if it's competition you're supposed to press your advantage and crush the opponent mm-hmm. and that's to get just maximum not, points yeah, to get yeah. maximum points or do the best right or, or ensure victory mm-hmm. and in general when i play games that's not why i want to play a game mm-hmm. so I guess I'm not made to win these kind of competitions because I, I do. I honestly start pulling back, not not trying to crush them. Well, so well, that didn't didn't you come in like fifth or sixth in the Infinity Tournament, though? This one? Yeah. Because I brought a list meant to crush people. Oh, okay. And then I I, I, I did dial back a little bit okay. every once in a while. But I didn't dial back until I started winning a lot. Uh, <laughs> so, uh-huh. so it's like, it's, it's the kind of thing where where I only dialed back once I felt like I was going to win. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the game that I lost, I was, I was pretty stupid. Okay. I didn't dial back that one. I should, I, have, I should have written pretty lists. Badly. I'll just say, like, my level of, like, oh, I gotta win. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't write lists. Yeah. I'll, I'll read the missions. Read the missions to me in the car yeah. on the way over there, please. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. But I did try to bring lists. I, it was because they had the special format mm-hmm. where... You can bring some crazy broken lists that you would not in normal games, and yep. and and Spud, who was the uh, runner of the the tournament, uh, he always was saying that no one ever brings these janky lists. So it's like, oh yeah, uh-huh. but then I didn't win, so I guess it's not gonna help the uh-huh. competition <laughs> at all. And, and I didn't the, even the, bring the most janky. And lists the people I could. who did come on the top didn't necessarily bring those janky lists that were possible. Yeah, they they just brought their normal list because. Literally, that's the kind of list you can test beforehand, right? Mm-hmm. Or, and also and, play afterwards. And it's, whereas, it's not the normal format, so yeah. other people aren't going to let you test the janky mm-hmm. format on them. Yeah. They're like, oh, you want me to use these crazy overpowered things on you that mm-hmm. aren't supposed to be here? And they're like, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and yeah, it makes sense. Um, oh, so I was saying uh, the list I brought, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I brought a bunch of janky stuff just because I basically... Normally, you, you wouldn't even have the models, but just because of the new models I bought to replace my old models, I happened to have enough to make it a little bit more janky than normal. So I just I just went with it, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't have the full-on jankiness power. But the, also the reason why I, uh, I'm trying to build a list that's more competitive, where I, normally I wouldn't, uh, oh, is they had because really, of they prizes. Had prizes. Interesting. So that, yes. that is the thing about doing tournaments. Prizes yeah. are a big thing. So in Infinity mm-hmm. tournaments, uh, the Corvus Belly, the... Uh, the guys that create Infinity mm-hmm. uh, have a tournament pack, and every single tournament pack comes with a special edition model. So if you win the tournament, the idea and how you win is to 
it's only based on uh, results. So if you win more games, if you are if you play better, basically, yeah, or play better and are luckier, right? So, so if you win more, anyways. So with the tournament pack, though, like there's several things that come in the pack, mm-hmm. right? So the winner doesn't necessarily take everything inside of it. Often, yes, the TL will sort of break up what's inside. Yeah, of it. so there's, there's the like main comes... winners pack that it literally says winner pack, mm-hmm. and that comes with a special edition model and a bunch of cool badges or whatever. Yep. But then they have additional badges and additional stuff that you're supposed to give out as secondary prizes for mm-hmm. runners up and stuff. Yep. So that more than just the top player feels like they won something. Because mm-hmm. often with other game systems, like I know GW has now gone back to producing trophies for mm-hmm. big tournaments. I didn't which, know that. Which people thought were, was really cool. Uh-huh. I think they actually gave the trophies to a tournament in the local area that wasn't oh. even that big. Well, it was probably pretty big. But it's <laughs> for GW. For, for GW, It was yeah. more than 22. Yeah, but <laughs> it probably was way more than 22 people. It's great for Infinity. So they've created those things. But often with other tournament systems, I found just like whoever's running the tournament goes out and buys some stuff and whatever they think is cool uh, which it's a reason yeah to, I think it's a reason I, to win stuff I think it's yeah it's, it's kind of interesting actually though I'm just looking at my own psychology mm-hmm. um, I didn't really care about the special edition miniatures uh, for a while for the past two years or so so yeah except for that one Guaja but I didn't have enough time to build an actual list to compete for that one and mm-hmm. uh, it's basically a giant robot thing. Yeah, it's a giant robot. Which you already have one of, but it's an alternative yeah. of the giant robot you have. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you get the special edition one, uh, then you can combine it with the original one to make like a super special a, edition. A double sword yeah, double, giant robot. You'd have one double sword guy and then one guy with a gun and a hand. Do you want just me Just a, a gun. I cut that sword off of the one, another no. one. Do you want me no, to give I you a sword? No. no. I want the one, I, you want the real I want the one with hand. just a gun and a hand. Oh, okay. And the sword in the back. That's the one I want. Uh, but I can't do that because the, basic the special one edition the is sword gone. In its hand. And by the time I was like, you know what, I should try, they had already sold out. Well, then it sounds like if you do what ones. I did and cut the sword off the hand. No. Anyway. Because <laughs> then you have to put the gun on. It's too much trouble. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to look as good. No, un- no. Unless I use another gun. Or, uh, Anyways, the point is, this new special edition miniature, because it's the only way you can get it mm-hmm. right now, although they're going to release a general release version later it's going to be slightly different than this one um i kind of want that model yeah and so i was like oh man now i gotta like try to win instead of just showing up to kind of support the entire community yeah i can't think of many other games that do that where they release like a whole exclusive thing just for the winners like often there'll be a con- like convention exclusive model yeah, like you said or doing, if you go to the convention oh, oh, yeah. you can buy the special model like mm-hmm. privateer press does it yeah i think some of the other Smaller companies will do it too. Yeah, and then when you win, they might have a trophy, like you said, mm-hmm. specifically made by Games Workshop or whatever the person's making the game is. Yep. But a special edition miniature that's different than the other ones is a huge incentive, honestly, to go and play those tournaments. I think it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's I guess, good marketing, right? It's mm-hmm. a good having supplying that kind of stuff, but it, it does require extra work, right? You have to have be a certain size to be able to create these special edition to be able to put on models that are like yeah. there's only a few thousand in production yeah oh yeah you probably have to have your own uh, casting casting uh, facilities yeah. which which Corvus Belly does have which is why they're maybe they're a little bit different than other uh, companies mm-hmm. um, I don't know is, is that a good thing because like, because literally so, if they had not released that mm-hmm. special edition uh, miniature so there's going to be another I version have been of it, more yeah but I would have been more relaxed I wouldn't care about winning yep so they've now made the they've upped the ante for yeah. you have to feel like 
you need to win. Yeah, and they yeah. kind of, you, you know what, actually, even though it's maybe not as popular in miniatures, it's very popular in other competitive, like, card games and stuff like that. Oh, and I guess, like, video games as well. You're like, oh, you have to win this special quest to get this item you can't get yeah. anywhere else. Yeah, like, uh, uh, in, uh... Diablo? No? No, 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 it's the same with card games, right? Yeah. So, like, uh, all those fantasy flight games, or you'll get special edition cards that you can only get if you win. Uh-huh. Or special edition uh, play mats, which are these like mouse pad mats that you use for your cards, so they mm-hmm. don't get damaged when you're playing. So, so you can In flex a... when you're playing against your opponent. <laughs> yeah, like, you oh, you've a... got that mat. Wow, you won on that year, right? At least one small, whatever. At least one decent sized tournament or small tournament. I don't know uh-huh. what the size is they usually do. So, uh, yeah, and it, it kind of incentivizes people to play and get this like sweet swag or, or try hard enough to place to get the special edition stuff justin always talks about that and he's like i don't know why i'm i'm playing to get this mat when i have like i've played so many of these games i have 10 or 10 50. special edition mats <laughs> exactly. but sometimes you want to be special edition map complete oh I mean, okay yeah you can complete your thing mm-hmm. so you, you're filling your closet basically or maybe you just line your floor with mats. <laughs> mats. It's just like I now walk on those mats now. They're pretty comfy. Yeah, exactly. They're they're foam, whatever. Easy on the soles. Um, mm-hmm. So, because there's certain games that lend themselves better towards tournament formats. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like with we were playing Drop Fleet Commander briefly, uh-huh. and that game before it died. Before it died. They're trying to res it. They are, but I don't think they know what they need to do, which is cut the game time down to where you can play it as yeah. a, a two-hour or under game. Gonna do, I wonder if they're going to try and do a second edition. They probably will. Maybe at some point. Did but we ever send them like our trim-down rules? We probably did not. We posted well, it in, in well, the first draft they have, group, First, they have to acknowledge what the problem is before they can fix it. It's literally the, their biggest problem is they just did not test their, their main game enough. Yeah. That's basically the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyways, yeah, go on. So certain games lend themselves towards that, like we were saying Drop Fleet. Drop mm-hmm. Fleet is a two-plus-hour game, which mm-hmm. means that in tournaments, you can't play enough rounds in a day. That's true. So a game like that, no bueno. For a tournament. Yep. A game like 40K is almost like borderlining, where your standard size game... May, you can't do it. You can't do it. Like, we were at the tournament, and people have to... Also, like, the size of the models makes it much less conducive mm-hmm. to bringing all, like, a crate of models to a tournament. Mm-hmm. And people had to have, like, push carts with their armies on them. Because <laughs> logically, that's just what you need to go from table that's to awesome. table. Yeah, and, you, and to put your guys on the board, the push cart's actually kind of nice to have beside you to, like, unload oh, your guys. So, like, it's perfectly logical, but it's, it's also, it also show, shows how unworkable it is to try and play the game in a tournament. But it's the biggest game, But so. it is. It gets, gets the and, most people and, out. And here's... It's because I guess people are spending so much time painting their models, they need to go have full days. Otherwise, you're like, why am I painting all these models not to show anyone? They yes. can't even lug it out to exactly. uh, the game store because it's too many things. Yeah. It's, it's so hard to lug everything to a game store uh, every week or something like that. Yep. After work, let's say, where do I even keep my big giant suitcase of miniatures uh-huh. while I'm at work, right? Yeah, if you don't drive and you don't have like half your trunk free. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, well, one thing I do feel like I missed during that convention was actually getting to go around and see all people's like 40k armies like I that's got true this, we as part of the infinity infinity tournament with what spud set up was oh everybody put out your armies if they're mm-hmm. fully painted i want to take a picture of them and yeah. there's like an extra prize pool where if you paint all your guys it's not oh is your army paint complete it's like well no you can play with your silver guys if you want but mm-hmm. if you want into the good prize pool show me your painted army 
Yeah, so, that was really cool. So and the other thing so is... So it's not about punishing yeah. people for not painting. It's about incentivizing yeah. them, which is really, a really cool idea for tournaments. Yeah, I, I really liked that to make it, like, less about... Uh, I think Spud is great for the community, the, the kind of ideas or the focus and, and, and effort that he puts in. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, like I was saying, even with me, when I finally decided I wanted a, a prize, you kind of kind of lose sight about why you're actually playing the game in the first place to be just fair to I don't think the prize was that. even there yet I think it was still on uh, some on some boat some or something <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's true but it can it can often make the game feel be too competitive and people mm-hmm. kind of lose that camaraderie that really why you're going to these game conventions right is to go and have a good time go and hang out with uh, uh, sometimes like new people that care about the thing that you also care about right and have these different games and experience the game in different ways because different players will uh have different things uh different kind of different play styles and different miniatures that you can kind of see right so that's the kind of full experience that you want the full kind of cornucopia of different uh miniatures and gaming experiences Yeah, and you get to see games that aren't necessarily your game yeah like i would have wanted to spend more time looking at people's 40k armies but Mm. like the day was just so packed that there wasn't time to really walk around yeah. and do that. So, but I'm just thinking, like, if it's too much, if the game is too focused on on the tournament and winning, mm-hmm. people, it, it's almost, it becomes almost like a job, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you, all you're caring about is how to win, right? And how, and you, you like, in the free time, maybe you're, you're, you're relaxing or drinking water just to make sure that you're ready for the next game Next and then you're afraid mm-hmm. of drinking beer because that'll make you worse right? and you're, you're, you're afraid less of, lucid when you f- play the next game you're afraid of talking about what your army is with your mm-hmm. with your potential show, opponent. yeah you, you can't show them yeah. your cool miniature that you just mm-hmm. painted where's so, in our where's in our games with other infinity players yeah. so like oh i just brought this list it's totally crazy this is its special yeah. ability and you're like yeah. even oh, if he did yeah. even if he, they did bring like uh, list as hard, that's as hard as possible, like mm-hmm. super super deadly. Yeah, uh, but I'll just be like, I brought yeah. this crazy list. Yeah, but then Spud helps mm-hmm. kind of uh, uh, set the right tone. Mm-hmm. First, he, he had a whole bunch of different tables with with great uh, terrain and stuff like that on on uh, that you can play on. So it kind of emphasizes the game aspect of it it's not just like when in war machine where you just have the felt little circles or Your something like that, of paper that yeah you put effort into sizes. those tables mm-hmm. right um so it, it kind of puts you in the right kind of general gaming space the reason it, it brings you back to why you want to play these games mm-hmm. and then on top of that like you said he had the pr- the, the prizes just for people who painted right yep. and it's, it's which not, is like half the prizes yeah and it was like well, just a, a third, raffle maybe a third of the prizes a third are for winning a third are for mm-hmm. painting and a third are just for like Random raffle that you Random can go raffles. in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that was great though, right? Like, and and I like the idea of a raffle because that means even if you only painted a few things, you get like a certain number of tickets, right? You painted everything, you get yeah. a certain number of tickets, and then other people can put in extra tickets. Uh, if they like, when you walk around, you mm-hmm. kind of have a couple to to uh, give to other people that where where you thought their paint job was good. Yep. Right, and then it goes in. So you don't show up and be like, "Oh, I'm going to get nothing." It's like, "Oh, I could yeah. get something." It's, yeah, exactly. And it's mm-hmm. not even. It could be you just you you won the major. Well, I don't know if you won it. Maybe you would have us. Well, he didn't have a major painting prize. It was just into the raffle. So if you even just painted one model, mm-hmm. you had a chance to win the best painting prize. Yeah. And in some ways, it's the same thing. Actually, the the best stuff for uh, for the game. No, actually, for winning, you actually just would get the top prize right 
of yeah, the best, for the best painted army. Yeah, there was, there was a specific prize for that, I think. Or people's favorite. Oh, there was people's, the People's Choice Army. Yes, mm-hmm. there's the pe- oh, no, it wasn't. The people's oh no, choice. no, it was, it was the, the it People's was Choice the, Army is the raffle. Yeah. Right, and then it was their the organizers the choice. organizers choice. They got to that mm-hmm. was like the equivalent of the gaming winner, right? And both of those guys got prizes. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was a, a great idea and a great way yes. to incentivize. And then most of the stuff though was mm-hmm. raffle. It get so it just incentivizes you to paint more stuff, so you get more tickets, so you can actually kind of win and and yeah. and get something. It's not just the guy that killed everyone tournament wise who gets something. Yeah, I've already won painting prizes for both of my Infinity Armies, uh-huh. so I now feel like I need to paint another army because it be, feel bad to win a pr- prize several times with the same army. So I was like, no, I'm just uh, are you casting shade at certain people? <laughs> yeah, have yet had but that, that one nomad's army that oh, that, the fact that he is, painted new things this year. I'm like, oh my god, oh, that's true. Oh well, every single time, like it, it's a beautifully painted army, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so he would he won multiple competitions, like in the same kind of uh, like gaming competitions, right? Yeah. By saying that's the best painted one of of the Infinity Group, uh, and I. And then I would look and I'd be like, oh, "That's the same army that you won last time, yes. right?" And he's like, "No, no, no, no! I painted this one new guy." But this year there was three <laughs> things. Like, That's Whoa. true. Actually, it was quite quite different. It was, yeah. it was, and to be fair, like he's constantly becoming better painter. So the la- mm-hmm. last three things were really nice. So it's cool. Yeah, so you get to see like people you don't see all the time. You get to see the new stuff. Yeah, it's great. So in terms, That's of- the other thing is, as you keep on going to these kind of conventions or competitions, you start becoming friends with people that are not in your immediate circle mm-hmm. whether because of uh, generally it's because of location right yeah uh, so then you could see them and if you hit it off you know this is this is the time where you get to catch up and talk and, and see how those guys are doing it's mm-hmm. good so I guess the other side of the convention which mm-hmm. like the bigger conventions have is the painting side so we we're saying it was kind of cool with the tournaments where if you, the tournaments are set up so it's not just one person takes all where there's sort of like raffles mm-hmm. or like people's mm-hmm. choice for armies yep. to make it less just about being the winner of everything. But uh-huh. the painting side of it wasn't based on just like, oh, who had like the top three painted things. Yeah, It was done using what they call, I think it's the open style of painting competition. Yes. Where your it's models... taken over now basically everywhere mm-hmm. in, for miniature painters. Yep. Yeah. So like it can often with the miniature painters things... Mm-hmm. A lot of it's more like 75 millimeter scale models or busts and not necessarily wargaming pieces. But I mean, wargaming pieces often show up there because a lot of painters will demonstrate like, how amazingly can I paint this little tiny thing? Like, mm-hmm. holy crap, there's a lot of detail there. Yeah. But for the prizes there, uh-huh. often there will be like the, the top choice of the organizers yeah. or the top Best choice of the show. people. Mm-hmm. And People's Choice, I believe, are the two biggest prizes, right? Those yep. are those are the equivalent of winning the big tourney in uh, Infinity, but for oh, oh, it'd be forty k, I guess it's the big thing, right? Yeah. Uh, but for uh, the guys that entered the miniature painting competition, mm-hmm. the brush side of Sword and Brush. Yes, and I guess often with the painting competitions, like sponsors who make certain lines of miniatures mm-hmm. will like sponsor a prize, whether it's money or whether it's more product. Uh-huh. And there'll be a best of prize for that, just to encourage people oh, to like cool. show off the really cool yeah. stuff in like that manufacturer's range. Infinity which, had one, right? Yeah, it did. Who yeah. won that one? Whoever painted the Guaija. Oh, but not the exclusive Guaija. It was just a normal Guaija, which so, is okay. also really cool. The giant robot thing. It's a giant yeah. orange robot. It's a it's it's my favorite uh, giant robot model of the mm-hmm. range. 
Yep, that's why I will convert it to be something else. <laughs> so I can play with the giant coolest robot yeah. that has a different sword, so it's actually something different. Oh, it has oh, a different, different head. head. Different and it has head different guns. And it has, okay, it's pretty converted. Anyways, yeah. it'll be on the table eventually. So, though, for the rest of the people who don't win the top prizes, mm-hmm. obviously you don't want to be like, oh, you're nothing, and just go home. Yeah, exactly like the raffles. Mm-hmm. You want something like the raffles that we played in Infinity, right? Something so, where everyone. So, I guess in the tournament, something. at the end of the tournament, there are rankings. So, like, oh, you're in like the top half, the top, whatever, or mm-hmm. maybe you're at the bottom. But with the painting competitions using the open style of ranking system, mm-hmm. there basically are gold medals, silver medals, bronze medals, and then certificates of merit, if you want to call them that, for uh-huh. like putting the effort into bringing something and finishing it. No, it's not. No? Certificate of merit, not everyone gets that. It's true. So it's yeah. just a level where it's not bronze level. Yes. It's basically... It's literally like... It's basically four levels. Mm-hmm. I don't think they give a participation award. No, cold. Like, like you shouldn't have brought that. <laughs> a certificate. It's a certificate of merit and then certificate. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But like the gold is reserved for like. It sort of depends on like the event, like cert- it's sort of judged yeah, on like your the competition that's come there. Mm-hmm. But there's so it's also not just one person. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Olympics where one person gets the gold, one person gets the silver, one person gets the bronze. It's literally like yeah. a level. Mm-hmm. Think of it more like I don't know swimming levels. Yeah. Like right, a certain so you standard get, you need yeah. to meet, where there's kind of like an accepted standard for what's or grades, gold. I guess you'd call it. Oh, like A plus or whatever, if they bell curve you. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I think yeah. Basically, we we're just talking about this before, right? Yeah. So it's like A, you mm-hmm. get an A, B, or C, but that sounds bad if you got a C just because of relating it to school. Mm-hmm. So uh, they yeah they have gold, silver, bronze, and certificate of merit, which would be D. Yes. <laughs> you failed. <laughs> oh, no, below that, so, no. No, no certificate of merit is failure. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cold. So I think part of the ranking system is like, I guess it's called worldwide, like worldwide, what you expect for painting. Some of uh-huh. it is like, okay, did you reach gold level for what most people accept uh-huh. as gold? But then it's sort of bell curved for what the show is. So a few people will probably win gold. Uh-huh. And then, like, more people win silver, and then, like, something that's, like, decently painted will win bronze, uh-huh. usually. If you go to Europe, the standards we've seen are much higher, because we actually went to a painting show in yeah, Europe. I think we talked about in Germany, before, yeah. And we're like, oh, we are nothing. Yeah. But here in North America, like... I think, I think we basically looked like a certificate of merit in Europe, or at least the show we went to, was the equivalent of a silver. Here. And then a bronze yeah. was the equivalent of a... Uh, there is mm-hmm. equivalent of a gold here. Yeah, obviously, like roughly speaking, mm-hmm. right? So like bigger shows in the states. Yeah, will be, will actually, be my little... favorite thing mm-hmm. in the show was a silver, and I was like, really? Yeah. No, I, no, I, like, I, I, I didn't we, understand. I thought it was like the best, the the one that I told you about, right? Mm-hmm. The 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 one that was very. It almost looked like a painting, right? It was very striking. It was uh, aquamarine and and red, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was. To me, it, it just looked the best, but I guess it wasn't painted with the best techniques or something like that. Yeah. So they're like, oh, it's silver. Yeah, so even like the thing that won best of show, I didn't think was the best because mm-hmm. in, in our in our in our in the in, in well, the sort yeah, of the brush sort we of went brush. To. Yeah, it was in a, our areas one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a bust. I'm like, oh, I don't know if they pushed the highlights everywhere as high as they could have. Mm-hmm. So, like, so yeah. it's a matter of personal preference. Yeah, a lot of it is personal preference. And, right? and if you Especially actually like the, the miniature itself, fantasy, yeah, you're like that. That's the other thing. That's it. I feel like that's the unspoken rule of miniature painting competition. When you go to these things, it's like you have to paint a decent mini 
And if if the even though they're ostensibly only painting you because uh, sorry judging you on on your painting skill, mm-hmm. you want to choose a good miniature because it it's, it, it works for you or it works against you. Yeah. yeah, like I chose a really good mini to paint, mm-hmm. which I maybe only ninety percent finished. Uh-huh. But you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. But it was still fun to paint because it was a really good uh-huh. mini. Yeah. But then, like a lot of people at these shows, will paint more historical things, mm-hmm. which well, I'm not quite I as think, much of a fan of. Yeah, I feel like the fantasy miniature painters is uh, a newer group, right? Yep. Although, I don't know. I, that's what I'm into, so I like them a lot more. I was yeah. never really into the whole realism thing because have real people and pictures and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it's like oh well, i'll just look at the picture of whatever the old old tanks and, and all the old pictures of wars and stuff like that yeah and i'm not switching to busts either even though this was the first year i painted a bust mm-hmm. just because like the competitions are another reason to like push out of your comfort zone you're like yeah would i paint a bust for war machine no <laughs> they sell them yeah but i don't yeah, i, don't I really wouldn't like the one. idea of painting a bust no it doesn't seem There's quite something right something about there's something about like if I wanted to have a miniature I'd want the whole person mm-hmm. which in some ways is kind of weird because when I see a diorama it's not like I want everything in the world for the diorama right it, but the whole subject matter I feel like when you just cut off a half of them yeah, you're it's kind of weird you're cutting out like for what they talk about for winning a gold level mm-hmm. they say it's basically got to kind of tell a story like there has to be it's not just in dioramas, but even with single figures, mm-hmm. the idea of reaching gold level is it supposed to like give you some sort of it's supposed to be evocative in some way, which basically is mm-hmm. like sort of telling a bit of a story yeah. on top of just like good painting technique to be uh-huh. like that upper tier. Like you can have really great techniques and all, but if it doesn't like speak to you in some sort of way, it's actually so, that's a usually, very subjective. Yeah. Well, that's why you gotta I said, look at the look at the judges and be like, so what is that person like? What 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 do they really like? Oh, they like sausages. Uh-huh. All right, I'm gonna paint a guy who's eating a sausage and is just salivating and loving that that flavor. Yes. Oh, he's a vegan. Shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <In> my slaughterhouse <laughs> diorama. Not not such a hit. Oh, oh well. man. You know, maybe it would be a hit because it's like oh, it evokes such a disgust and and pain in, in me. It really really brought out like this, this the, chaos warrior yeah. destroying these pigmen what <laughs> it's the fantasy version yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah so so anyways that's that's sort of like how the standards work yeah silver, that's very cool as well i would say silver is basically like good dem- really good demonstrations of techniques uh, and like and mm-hmm. and no clear mistakes yep i feel like yeah can't be sloppy i forgot to paint some things i still got silver but they were on the back <laughs> but it, you had back. a complete guy Oh, yeah, the other guy. So, and it looks like when they, they chose the person that they thought was the best, it they was chose. that guy. Yeah, that's, so, that's also how it works. Yeah. You basically win for your best. Like, you can bring a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, and they'll rate every. No, they, they don't always. No, they no, don't rate everything. No, they, they no. choose a piece out of it that they like the best, or yeah. they think best represents, like, is your best work. Yeah. So, even it is subjective, but then they are, like, going for the subjective thing they think is mm-hmm. best. Yeah. So, it encourages you to bring multiple things as well yeah. for that. And, and and it did with this rating system. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool because uh, you're kind of competing against yourself. You're not yes, competing against of, of everybody else. How you there. did last time, right? So you you kind of are competing against everybody else because the bar can move up. Yeah. And with miniature painting, when you look at old white dwarves and like old, they mag- were so old, cool back then. They were super cool back then. And you look at all like the old painting magazines and like, and you're like, oh, oh I could paint that. 
Yeah, exactly. You're like, but I, I couldn't paint it at the time, and no one about. could. That was the best. No. there 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 was. I no, guess. you look at the magazines back yeah, then. I feel it's very even. I'm like, that's the chunk. What's wrong with you Jump, people? Ouch. I think there's some, there's definitely some sort of classic thing, and and there is some sub- subjectivity as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like I do wonder if there's if there's something like, basically something happened in the past. I don't know. 30, since, since the internet appeared, since the years. internet appeared, I don't even know if it's no. the, it's it's just the internet appearing. It's but that the, people what? are taking miniature painting more seriously. Mm-hmm. I think they've they've always took it seriously in the uh, in the real art world, or like no, painting paintings. Real no. art world. Yeah. I don't know what depends on what you mean by that. Mm-hmm. I meant in in uh, military military uh, miniatures, oh, like military which is why when you look at those stuff like from thirty years or forty years ago, mm-hmm. they still look good. Yeah, like, like the, for di- the style they're going for. Like the diorama great. work done from thirty forty years ago, they're still really nice dioramas. Yeah, it's the fantasy the, stuff. That's, the miniature painting part of it. Yeah, the miniature and fantasy, and, mm-hmm. and even like when you talked about miniatures of really high quality 30 or 40 years ago it was like the 1 to 12 scale stuff right yeah. you'd go to like uh, like the silver snail right and they had a whole bunch of those those guys like 1 to 12 size mm-hmm. right like a foot tall or, or less than that and that's the kind of thing that was not all of them again like obviously there's a big difference but that's where I, I felt like there was really high quality and now it's become miniaturized so mm-hmm. now the miniature size has also pushed up in in terms of uh, uh, quality, oh yeah, and 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 getting there and, and taking all the things, and of course, like 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 you're saying, the internet has advanced probably all of those like both all of the even the ones that were good before, right? Mm-hmm. They're now just better because people can share techniques, people see things that are like the resource, pushing the edge. The right? resources out there for learning yeah. how to paint are so much better than they were yeah. even like seven years ago. Like seven years yeah. ago. The painting resources yeah. were just not well, there. Well, just even seeing what other people are doing mm-hmm. uh, encourages the other people that are really good to push ahead and, and be better, right? Yep. That's almost, that's for us, that was really important for us to get better at painting, right? Uh, is that Andrew really cared about painting, so we kind of stepped up to try and and get, uh, you know, continue on, 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 I don't know. For me, at least, I wouldn't say equal level, but like, mm-hmm. To be a closer level. Yep. Then he stopped playing miniature games, so, so I feel like I don't really need to push push yep. my level You've anymore. Gone different paths. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to do both paths, but you know. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, I kind of realized actually after uh, we went uh, to the uh, the German convention. German convention, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't really enjoy painting for competition, and so to me, it's like. I didn't even have anything painted. Like, I had an idea. I wanted to paint something for mm-hmm. the sword and brush, right? I just never got around to it. And it's not like I wasn't painting. I painted a crap ton of, of miniatures. Just nothing to the sword and brush kind of, what do you call it, competition level. Mm-hmm. So I didn't actually submit it. But that that's also kind of cool with the sword and brush is they had the gaming aspect, which I could partake in and enjoy, right? And then when I was in between... Right, I could go look at the store, look at all the that kind of cool, uh, like the top terrain stuff. Things. Well, yeah. I was thinking about just the buying yeah. stuff, right? And and I bought a bought a couple mats. 
Yeah, because like local stores, whether they produce mm-hmm. like modeling parts, they're with modeling yeah. stores, they're gaming stores. <clears throat> they'll yeah. s- sort of show up to promote themselves. They'll bring some of the products they think. Yeah, so I got cool. to, got to mm-hmm. pick up some of that stuff, and then like you said, yeah, go and check out some of the uh, cool like top level painting. Right, even if I didn't have time to paint it, I love seeing other people's stuff. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. Yeah, because it's totally different in person. Yeah, totally. So that yeah, the three yeah. D thing, right? If you take a picture. You, you see it in 2D, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's better, like we mentioned. Yeah, yeah so the ranking <laughs> system is kind of cool where you're like, okay, I painted <clears throat> I painted bronze last year. Mm-hmm. That's all right, but I'm like, oh, I saw what silver involves. Mm-hmm. I think I can incorporate some of these texture mm-hmm. things. I can incorporate like this better yeah. color theory in. Mm-hmm. I think I can get to that next level. So you're, you still like <laughs> that kind of competition thing. You're, you still like the, you, you still have the zest for, I don't know, improving your, your, your painting skills or, mm-hmm. or, yeah, putting things out there that you can show off. Yeah, I feel bad. I'm only ninety percent completed. Cause I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, I think I've well, learned way more. Since you have ninety percent, <clears throat> I guess you can submit it again if you finish it, right? No, just like no. no. Well, look at not look same, at not the same show. If we go somewhere else, yeah, okay, that'd be fine. Well, I was just but... looking at uh, Andrew's thing, right? We were just talking about mm-hmm. that. He originally submitted it. It was a certificate of merit. Yep, and then he came back and touched up all the problems and everything mm-hmm. like that and honestly it looks it does look a lot better yeah, but that was a different show and a different continent so it seems <laughs> they fine they don't know exactly <laughs> but it was he, he, he was able to get uh, his gold right mm-hmm. this time and I, I think it was it was deserved it was, it was it, it is I think his at least his best piece that I've seen is probably his best piece so for war gamers considering doing the painting competitions, mm-hmm. like there are different categories usually. Like the most mm-hmm. common categories will be like single figure sci-fi mm-hmm. fantasy, which are mostly based around just like your painting of the figure and like the base work. Mm-hmm. Then there'll be That's more. That's one thing that kind of annoyed me where, mm-hmm. where they're like, it's all about painting, but also your base. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, like, you put it... painting is your yeah. base is not... It's not the painting of the base. They're like, oh, you have to make your base look nice. And I'm like, you've, you've that's to... modeling. No, no, that's no. totally modeling. You also have to buy a really cool piece of wood to put it on. <laughs> oh, Let's yes. not leave that out. That's Let's true. Not for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because otherwise you're not showing that you truly respect it. As you don't a, respect it. As, <laughs> as a high-level painted piece of, of art. Yes. <laughs> if you don't mount it properly. Yeah. So that's the single-figure sort of thing, which encompasses busts like single-figures. Mm-hmm. Figures. mm-hmm. And then you get to dioramas, which mm-hmm. are more based around like what you built, like whether mm-hmm. you converted something or like how you combine several figures together to create a scene. Mm-hmm. Which often, if you're a war gamer, you can be like, "Oh, I have all these like cool guys in this war game that maybe they're not not in my army, mm-hmm. but I think it'd be cool if I built a scene." The one that you're gonna play that day. Is that what you're saying? The oh no, like one you're not even gonna buy. Like, oh, oh I like okay. this figure from this range, ah, this, this army. Yeah. But like, I kind of want an excuse to buy it. And it'd be really cool if there's like a scene with it. So you mm-hmm. build like a scene for the game if you're into that particular game. Yeah. And you build Although the diorama. The, the, the scene, the dioramas are can can often be much more uh, elaborate, right? Yeah. Because that will incorporate not just painting, mm-hmm. but like composition and also building of terrain right yes which is the whole skill you've got to place the people in 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 that area right Mm -hmm. yeah so there's the dioramas there's also many one will have war gaming like sorry war gaming units Mm -hmm. where it's like five or more guys Mm -hmm. so say you're like oh maybe i want to paint this squad to a bit better standard Mm -hmm. so you have some incentive to be like you don't want to build the full army of it Especially if it's a 40k or, army. Or you don't want to paint the whole army to that standard because that's yeah. nuts. Be like, you know, I can paint really well, but I'm not going to paint 
50 plus guys like this if uh-huh. I want to show off this like really cool central unit in my army uh-huh. so you can enter like there's that that's often the category to enter which I might have won gold in at one point the competition could have been a week that year let's just say <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I want like, I thought Malifaux looked cool so I'm like okay uh-huh. here's an excuse to paint some Malifaux like, uh-huh. even though I'm never going to play them in the game partly because they become became stuck to their base <laughs> in the process <laughs> of building the unit anyways your your diorama base yeah they're 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 not coming out of that they have circles around them which indicate they can be removed but the circles failed because they got glued down by paint anyway (laughs) was i did i miss anything between like the single figure of the diorama with war gaming unit oh often there'll be a military often the vehicles will be separate Mm -hmm. so for the people who are more into the historical stuff and the armor tanks there's and a particular so. thing around the style of painting tanks and weathering tanks mm-hmm. that those people come for. Yeah, if you like the, yeah, the real tanks, the real, real armor. armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you put you don't put in sci-fi tanks into the armor, do you? I've seen it done. <laughs> and then all the armor guys just are saying no. Because we went that's to not real. We went to World Model Expo in Chicago, which often uh-huh. moves around every three years. Yeah. And happened to be in the states as opposed to Europe. Uh huh. And I saw some 40k in their armor section. Oh, cool! It was painted. It was painted with the techniques that the armor people use. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, to make it look as realistic as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. So, is there anything else about conventions we thought was really cool and worth mentioning, and, and why you would want to go? Yeah. Did we t- say why you want to go? We mentioned a whole lot of things that were a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that'd be good <laughs> enough. I, I think honestly, it's it's. The people, yeah, right. Because when you go to even when you go to a, a local tournament or whatever, that's kind of like a you could say a mini convention. You bring together a lot of people that wouldn't normally do that. Usually, because games take like if you're playing three or four games, it's going to take like five at least five hours or something to mm-hmm. play, play those out. Uh, so every once in a while, it's fun to get together and just uh, play a whole game of days. Yeah, uh, or play whole, a whole day of games. Yes, yes. and then I find especially if you uh, socialize afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you hang out, most people, all their friends are not into uh, miniature games, so you're not always doing that. Uh, so it's just nice to, every once in a while, hang out with a whole bunch of people that are really into this, like basically nerd out on this topic that you don't necessarily get to do every day. Yeah, and you've dedicated the whole day to it, so you're not expecting that everybody's going to run off. Yeah, and everyone cares about it, yep. right? So it's, it's nice. Mm-hmm. And then usually it's great if you can have like a couple drinks over it. It's cool. Yep. And I think especially in this day day and age of uh, of uh, the internet and 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 mobile communication, right? You're you're, you're not face to face with all these new people and stuff like that, right? Even if you talk a lot with them, like I don't know, on a Facebook group or something like that, it's very different when you're face to face hanging out with a beer, just talking over like the miniature you just painted mm-hmm. or or the games that you just played. And you're not realizing you have to get back to work instead of typing on Facebook to them? Yes. Yeah. Well there's yeah. 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 No, I think think if there's conventions in your area and you've never been to one. It's, it's worth totally going. Worth it. Even mm-hmm. a small one. Yeah, for sure. Like, this is a yeah. small one. It still had like, it didn't have the spectacle of a big convention. It didn't have like all the announcements because often like the uh-huh. manufacturers, the game makers will show up at conventions to do like uh-huh. the big release of the year. Uh-huh. But even with small conventions, like you Super get, fun. You get, you get had... the personal fun out of it. You don't yeah. get the spectacle of the big ones, but you, you do get. And if it's local, you mm-hmm. get the 
personability of the people that you might not even know play the game and then maybe if you guys hit it off and you it turns out you guys are around the same area you can play more games or or hang out and and show each other like the things you've been painting recently right yep it's the kind of thing is you can make connections where it's a lot harder to do if it's just all online yeah or even with like smaller games you have a reason to get together people to play a smaller game where oh, yeah, and demo if it's demo stuff your, yeah your own local community might not play that game but hey like you have a small niche game mm-hmm. you like playing You're like oh hey we can play this game here yeah so they're worth going to yeah and I really like the fact that Sword and Brush has those three aspects so like you can do your your buying aspect and seeing new product and then mm-hmm. you're painting and then you're playing it has, it, it has it's a good whole, mix it has the whole hobby all yeah. there all in one place yeah so I'm definitely going to go back next year maybe I'll I'll finish painting one of those things that I had maybe you'll try and push maybe I won't maybe I'll just paint a whole crap ton of models for like Rangers of Shadow Deep every single situation cool yeah alright well we'll see what happens with that next year yeah alright well thanks for listening uh, this has been Alan it's been Brandon alright one last thing yeah if you like this podcast and want to hear more just like us wherever you're listening yeah and if you want to keep track of our uh, work on Starpiercer go to starpiercer.com or if you're on Facebook go to our Starpiercer community so That's basically it. Thank you. (laughs) Bye.